The following program is transcribed. For a wash that's deep clean, sparkling clean, use deep cleaning Oxidol. Oxidol is deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Oxidol's own Ma Perkins. Ladies, you hear a lot of talk today about new developments in wash day products, but the news that's overshadowing all this talk, news that makes a real difference in your wash, is the news about deep-cleaning Oxidol. Deep-cleaning Oxidol washes out the gray dirt left enclosed by the leading wash day suds, the leading shortcut suds. Now, this fact was proved to women in an amazing washing demonstration. And one of the women present at this demonstration was Mrs. Paul Zurich of Elmwood, Ohio. And here's what Mrs. Zurich saw. In this washing demonstration, they used my clean clothes. At least I thought they were clean because I had just washed them with the leading suds the way you're told to. Then they washed these clothes over again, this time with deep-cleaning Oxidol. You should have seen the dirty wash water come out of those clothes I thought were clean. That dirty wash water showed me Oxidol really can get out the gray dirt left enclosed by those leading shortcut suds. Thanks, Mrs. Zurich. And ladies, here's something we'd like you to do at home. Next wash day, use deep-cleaning Oxidol and see for yourself how much dirt Oxidol can get out of your clothes. Then, for the most interesting news of all, look at the clothes themselves. When you use deep-cleaning Oxidol, your clothes look white and bright. Your clothes feel soft and fluffy. Clothes smell sweet, too. Yes, your clothes look clean, feel clean, smell clean, because they are clean with deep-cleaning Oxidol. Yet, deep-cleaning Oxidol is truly safe. Deep clean clothes stay brighter, new looking longer. So don't wash clothes with suds that leave dirt in. Get clothes deep clean, sparkling clean with deep cleaning Oxidol. Oxidol is deep cleaning, deep cleaning, deep cleaning. Ask your dealer for Oxidol today. Well, Cousin Sylvester, afraid that he might have offended Faye the other night, is going to propose to her, try to sweep Faye off her feet. And Faye herself? Well, we know that Faye's all mixed up about Sylvester. On the one hand, he's been very nice to her, lovely to her daughter, little Paulette. But on the other hand, he might have lied to her and to Ma about that money of Willie's and Evie's. Well, Sylvester's just dressing for his date with Faye about 7 o'clock at night. His father, Cousin Ed, comes to the bathroom door and, well, listen. Me, son Sylvester, let me in. I'm dressing, Foxy. I'll be right out. I know you're dressing. I said I want to come in. Ah, You're getting a little impossible lately. You know what, Popsy? You're ordering me around like I'm some punk. Uh, Until such a time as I'm positive you ain't a punk, I'll just keep on doing like I'm doing. Now, now we'll just close this door so the old lady won't hear what we got to say, and we'll settle down to business. Oh, for heaven's sake, I'm I'm late now. It's it's the most important date in my life. From you, I don't need any criticism, any any advice, any any nothing. 
All I'm telling you is this, son Sylvester. In this here world, it's performance which pays the groceries. It ain't promises or fancy talk which pays the groceries. <clears throat> Ever since you come to this town, you've been full of promises and you've been full of fancy talk. But tonight is when you got to produce. I said tonight is my big night. So will you kindly get out of my way and let me finish dressing? No, son Sylvester. <clears throat> First, we're going to talk about how you're going to act tonight. <clears throat> it's the night you're asking little cousin Faye to be your blushing bride. And so you've got to act accordingly. And so that's why we're going to go over every single action in advance, beginning now. Popsy, you can be a very irritating guy when you want to be. You want me to put you on the other side of that door without unlocking it? I said I ain't taking no chances. We're going to get this straight and beginning right now. First of all, when you get to little Faye's house, there's probably going to be Cousin Ma there. You act respectful to Cousin Ma, real respectful. If she's wiping the dishes, you tell her to sit down and you'll wipe the dishes. If she's sewing buttons, you tell her she sews buttons real good. Catch my drift, young fella? Um, very respectful to Cousin Ma. Okay. Because when you pop the question to little Cousin Faye, and she goes flying back to her mommy, Oh, mommy, the man wants to marry me. What should I do? That's when you being respectful to Cousin Ma pays off. Real respectful young fella, says Cousin Ma. I like him. Cousin Sylvester's a real fine boy. He wipes the dishes. So respectful to Cousin Ma. You said that. Any other pearls of wisdom? Or can I put on my pants? Next comes Miss Faye herself. No loud in the mouth, big shot talk when you're popping the question to little Cousin Faye. Like I hear you on the telephone when you call him up the other females, which heaven alone knows where you find him. Hello, you lucky girl. You must have said your prayers tonight because this is Sylvester calling you up. None of that stuff with Cousin Faye. <laughs> Why, Popsy, that's, uh, that's quite a line you have. Never you mind the wisecracks, fat boy. You pay attention. We wouldn't be jumping the gun like this, getting you married up with Cousin Faye so fast, if your no-good low character hadn't gone and practically ruined everything when you and Faye was at the country club. So, so don't act so smart. There's still a real good chance Cousin Faye will laugh right in your face when you pop the question. Huh? And if she does, I'm going to wait until you're asleep in your bed, and then I'm going to smother you with your own pillow, just to teach you a lesson. Well, she... She gave me a date tonight, didn't she? You know, maybe... Maybe I didn't antagonize her at the country club. Maybe she just... Just pretended to be antagonized. A girl like her, Potsy, she don't fall right into your arms the minute you raise your little finger. Oh, no. She gave me the state tonight as soon as I asked her, didn't she? I'll pass out the gold medal and the orchids and the roses when you tell me how you popped the question and how she fell into your arms then. So do you understand me? No big shot stuff with Cousin Faye tonight. You talk small. You talk sweet. You tell her how your whole life's changed since you met her. You tell her how you know you ain't no good. How you know you're the world's worst bum. But if she'll only say yes, why, then you won't go home and cut your throat like you deserve. Hey, you... Now you do it like I tell you. Talk small for yourself. Talk big about her. Tell her how your whole life ain't worth a plug dime if she slams the door on you. Tell her how much you love her little girl. Tell her how much you love her more. Tell her how all you want is to make her happy because she's so wonderful. 
And if it comes back to me that you didn't talk like that, the one who slams the door is me. Because I got enough on you to get you 14 years in every jail between here and Alcatraz. You have not. You haven't got one darn thing on me. Ah, uh, 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 me who took their life savings away from poor old cousin Willie and poor old cousin Eddie for some phony mining stock, which probably the only thing they got in that mine is gopher holes. That weren't me, son Sylvester, that were you. But you got yours, and that puts you uh, in. Ah, uh, nobody knows that except you, son Sylvester. And who's going to believe a no-good who swipes dough from his own cousin? <clears throat> so you be a good boy, son Sylvester, and you do like I say. Respectful to Ma, respectful to Faye. That's the way to get him on your side and get engaged and take Faye's money away from her. And now our scene changes. We know that Faye has had increasing doubts about Sylvester. And that Faye has decided to find out whether Willie and Evie really did give Sylvester their life savings, in spite of Sylvester's denial to her and Ma. And we know that something else is troubling Faye. Her loyalty to Ma. Her understanding of Ma's deep loyalty to the cousin. And so, it's a troubled Faye who joins Ma in the kitchen now. And pretty as Faye is, We've never seen her look prettier. She seems to have dressed with very special care. And though her eyes are troubled, she... Well, listen. Aren't you through in here yet, Ma? Here, I'll take that towel. Oh, Land, I'll be through in just one more... Why, say, child, let me look at you. With all that color you've been getting at the beach, that little suit is so becoming... You look like you was made out of glass. <laughs> Any glass with a sunburned nose? Come on, give me the towel. No, Ma. no, you should sit right down there and don't come nowhere near this thing. Now, see, you look like you're made of sugar. You're one of them little angels that they put round under the tree at Christmas. <laughs> you going to the country club again tonight, dear? No, I... Oh, I don't know. No, Will you tell me something, please? Mm -hmm. What, dear? Benita, she's Pa's cousin. I mean, uh, Benita's maiden name was Perkins. Uh, yes. Yes, Benita was Pa's third cousin. She lost her own folks when she was still just a young girl. Of course, that was before I ever met your Pa. And it was Pa's folks who brought her up. She was more like a sister than a cousin, maybe, to Pa Perkins. Uh, and and Cousin Ed, Ma, was Pa also so fond of Cousin Ed? Well, I, I believe your Pa didn't know Ed very well. We was all just young people in our 20s then. Pa never had no feelings about Ed, one way or the other, which I can remember. No feelings like he had about Benita. Oh, Pa loved Benita. Do you think Benita's changed, Ma, in all these years since she's been married to Ed? Well, Benita ain't had no easy life, eh? Man, she was such a happy girl. Uh, life ain't been too good to her. That's why I've been trying to go so far out of my way to be nice to her and hers. I, I think Pa would have wanted it. In a way, I'm kind of glad that Pa never knew about Benita's hard life. Poor woman. <laughs> 
there some special reason that you're interested in old family history, Fairchild? You're a very nice woman, Ma. Maybe if I live to be a hundred, I'll get to be as nice as you. Oh, sure. But, Ma, have people ever swindled you? In your whole life, has anybody ever played tricks on you just for money? Land of Goshen swindled? Why, uh, well, there... Uh, oh, Land, there's always some folks thinking about other folks' money instead of earning it. Uh, what do you mean, Faye? I feel so nervous. I feel we're on the verge of a great big blow-up. Oh, well, that must be Sylvester. Uh, nothing, Ma. I'll see you when I get home. I, I feel so nervous. Ladies, there's just one reason why you wash clothes. You want them clean. And that's why today's news about deep cleaning Oxidol is so important to you. Deep cleaning Oxidol washes out the grimy dirt in clothes, gets your clothes sparkling clean. When you wash clothes with Oxidol, you can see they're sparkling white and bright. You can feel your clothes are soft and fluffy. You can smell their sweet, too. Yes, clothes look clean, feel clean, smell clean, because they are clean with deep cleaning Oxidol. So for a wash that's deep clean, sparkling clean, get deep cleaning Oxidol at your dealers now in the same familiar Oxidol package. And so Faye still casts about, not knowing whether to believe good or bad of Cousin Sylvester. And what will Faye say when Sylvester does pop the question? Which is what we hear tomorrow. But now this is Charlie Warren inviting you to listen again tomorrow, same time, same station, to Oxidol's own Ma Perkins transcribed, presented by the Procter & Gamble Company. For a wash that's deep clean, sparkling clean, use deep cleaning Oxidol. Oxidol is deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Deep cleaning. Deep cleaning.